Hello listeners, it's uh, Pop Culture Maven Jeff Malone here, and I have been thinking a lot about Jeopardy lately, wouldn't you know? I think about it quite often. Well, and in this case specifically, right now we are in the very last quarter of 2022, we're in the aftermath of the 2022 Tournament of Champions, as well as the first ever Second Chance Tournament. And over the Thanksgiving holiday, I swung down to Pennsylvania, as I typically do, and saw my parents and other family members, and I asked my dad, as I have in the past, hey, would you like to record some thoughts about Jeopardy? So, uh, here we go. Yeah, and uh, we put together a little mini-episode, so uh, sending it over to my dad. And also myself. Hello, this is Jeff Malone, your pop culture maven, live on Thanksgiving weekend from Yardley, Pennsylvania. I'm at my parents' house, and we're still recovering from the most recent Jeopardy! Tournament of Champions, so I thought I'd ask my dad, Jeopardy! alumnus Bob Malone, to have his thoughts. So it was a a banner tournament, 21 contestants, five of them, I believe, with at least 10 wins coming in. A new format with uh, buys for the top, the uh, top entrance and a first to three final instead of the usual two point total affair or two, how does Alex phrase it, a two day total point affair. So dad, uh, overall, what were your thoughts on the 2022 Jeopardy Tournament of Champions? Well, I tend not to remember each tournament from year to year, but I did think that this was, that this lived up to the hype. Uh, It was a very exciting tournament, and I probably watched just about every one. If I I was not able to, I taped them. So I probably saw, how many were there? How many, was it on 20 20 days or so? Uh, Let's see, so there was six, quarterfinal games, then three semifinals, and then there was also the exhibition game, so that's ten, and then the finals ended up being six games, so uh, 16. I probably watched 14 or 15, so yes, it it was very exciting. Uh, Yeah, and... Okay, so yeah, so uh, the main thing I wanted to know was, or one of the main things was, what did you think of the the new format this year? Um, well, there are a couple differences. One was the second chance. That one, uh, I was not completely on board with. I didn't think that they explained the criteria fully. Maybe if you went online, but during the matches, I don't think that was explained. And also what I one of the my problems was they didn't why weren't two and three day winners on? It just seemed like there was all the one day losers who had a there was a justification for them because a lot of them were people that came up against Amy. Um, I think somebody was in between, uh, say, Andrew and somebody else. So they were uh, unfortunate and um, they did do some analysis uh, so that these people were, you know, had legitimately 
uh, gotten, you know, in a tough, uh, tough matches. But, um, you know, it seemed like why, why were these people chosen and somebody who won two or three games not chosen? So I wasn't uh, completely uh, in favor of, of those people that were chosen. Um, then I did like the expanded format. There were so many uh, multiple winners that it seemed it was legitimate to have more uh, people on. And um, I also felt that the super champions deserved a buy. Um, but I don't know if that worked out to their advantage. Uh, both Matt and Matea, even though they had the exhibition match, did seem a bit rusty, and they were, they lost in their their first matches. So uh, that and also the other change in the format was the finals being the first to win three matches, and I think that was uh, a good change. It was I think it increased the excitement. Uh, there was a difference in strategy, but I, I really liked that uh, part of the format. Um, so those were probably the main, the main differences, right, Jeff? Yeah. Well, then the other thing was there, there weren't any uh, wild cards into the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So overall, I would, I give them a thumbs up for the changes in the format. Yeah, I, I, I think I mostly enjoyed it, although I was. Uh, I did think the the loss of the wild cards was a was a bit of a, a loss, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially because there were a few games where the second place person was pretty impressive, and it's like, well, that's one of the reasons we have the wild card. Um, so I, I I would maybe do if I were a Jeopardy producer, I would maybe do a hybrid of keeping some of the old things and maybe keeping the the first to three formats of so. Uh, all right, and then the final, so it ended up being, yeah, so Matt, Matt Amodio, despite being one of the all-time greats, he fell in the semifinals, as did Matea Roach, so it wasn't the top three in the final, it wasn't the top three seeds, instead it was uh, Amy Schneider, who was the, she was a 40-game winner, so if you're going by, if you're seeding by how many games they won, then she definitely was the number one seed, and then she was up against Andrew He, who lost to her in Amy's first game in her original run and then Sam Buttry the professor's tournament champion who as Ken noted had not lost mm. until uh, he made it into the finals so, and then Amy ended up winning uh, with Andrew winning two games and Sam winning one so let's get into the finals Deb what did you what stood out to you well just a general comment I know that Clues are meant to be harder in the Tournament of Champions, but sometimes I think they went overboard. There'd be, you know, I could follow along generally in, in Jeopardy, but there would be stretches where I'd go, what is going on here? And there were even times when they, these champs, were stumped. And so I think they went just maybe a degree too tough. Uh, and you would see that they would. This happened in all the matches, but even in the in the finals, um, there would there was a pressure for Amy and Sam and Andrew to ring in, and um, just to ring in first, and they didn't know the answers. So um, you know, you would watch other matches where you'd go through a whole session and there were no incorrect answers, but that didn't happen here. So the you know, I think they kind of they overdo it a, a little bit. Um, but I was, 
I was pleased that Amy won, but every day I became a bigger fan of Sam. He just has such a winning personality. He's uh, just very charming and very funny. And uh, the comparisons to to Steve Martin are inevitable, and he does not lose out on those those comparisons. Um, but Andrew was a very smart player. He um, he went for the daily doubles and uncannily got them because if you, you know, I don't know the percentages, but based on the percentages of correct answers, he should not have gotten as many daily doubles as he did. But when he got them, I think almost every time he bet all his money. So he played a very intelligent game and that's what came kept him in there. Um, and uh, so I was rooting for Sam at the end. Uh, I was pleased that Amy won. I think she is the most intelligent Jeopardy champion that they've had probably, you know, would rank with with Ken. But in my humble opinion, I don't think she's a good Jeopardy player or not a not a champion Jeopardy player. And the reason I say that is she doesn't search for daily doubles. She doesn't bet aggressively on those daily doubles. And uh, I question her final Jeopardy bets at times. And you can get away with this in uh, when you're playing the pedestrian uh, opponents. But when you're playing uh, other champs, it uh, it's very, you know, it becomes a questionable strategy. And um, she, you know, she could have lost. It was close. Uh, and she got into a groove. I think the first couple of days she was a, a little slower and then realized she had to up her game but uh, she could have last lost to Andrew, and I don't think that would have, you know, I don't think he would have been the the best player there, and it would have been more because of uh, Amy not playing the the smartest game. Also, I felt that Sam Sam should have won one more game. There was that controversy as to whether the final Jeopardy question about uh, Bible was. Uh, it was an ambiguous question. So it, it's not like it was so far off 3-2-1. I think he really could have been considered uh, the winner of another game. Um, but it was very exciting. Uh, and I, that's what I think that format worked because you're like, oh, who's going to get that that third game? Yeah, that's uh, uh, echoes some of my thoughts, definitely. I think Amy managed to win out because her buzzer skills were a bit better and her base of knowledge was just a bit stronger. And as important as strategy is, those two things are the most important thing still. Uh, so any final thoughts and before you go? Um, one thing they might do because I, like I said, I like that format but when you have, was it 21 people? Um, yeah, 21. I think you might consider just doing a cutoff before you get to 21. It doesn't have to be an annual. If you get to 15, you might say, 
we're going to stop it then. Um, so that's always a consideration uh, just to, to stop when you reach that number and, um, and to see. So it's not so unwieldy. Um, but that's, you know, they did it. They did fit it in with 21, but that, that would be another consideration. And then, like Jeff said, then you might have some more, um, then you can combine maybe the wild card, then you can, uh, can mix and match the, the format. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Jeopardy executive producer, Michael Davies, if you're listening, um, they do. There, there are some suggestions and any right before we wrap up here do you have any messages for your sister uh my co-host aunt beth uh, no i just i know she was watching and i know she liked uh sam too um but i i know she enjoyed it and uh, how you doing beth okay happy uh thanksgiving and um, and christmas is coming soon all right all right, that's uh, now it's back to me. Thank you, me, and thank you, Dad. And also thank you to Aunt Beth in general, you know, for being a, a great uh, podcast co-host uh, while she uh, was not on this mini episode. As I like to say, she was always very much here in spirit. Uh, I'll have to. I know she was watching this tournament of champions, but she just she didn't feel like she had. Um, as uh as many detailed thoughts as she felt would have been necessary to uh, actually pop in on the microphone so uh one thing i wanted to add so we we mainly got my dad's reactions there but i i wanted to just throw this out there if jeopardy is ever going to do a second chance tournament again and it seems like they are based on some of the things they said. If you listen to the Inside Jeopardy podcast, they seem to like how it how it's uh, gone so far. I would suggest maybe doing it every two years or three years. You know, let the, the pool of potential contestants build up into something strong. And also look to uh, contestants from past years or decades. You know, I can think of some strong people who you know, were, went up against uh, James Holtzow, or, and there were certainly some who gave Ken Jennings a run in his uh, original time on the show. So, yeah, you know, pick out someone from 2010 or 1995 or maybe even 1987. Uh, you know, they, they might still be keeping their trivia skills sharp enough to um, make an impression. So we'll, yeah. See how that goes. I mean, they, they, the Jeopardy seems to very much be in the business of extra, extra special tournaments these days. So uh, I'm enjoying that. Anyway, uh, okay, yeah, so that's the 2022 Tournament of Champions reaction mini-episode. Uh, we should be doing, I think, another mini-episode next week. I think I'll do my best to make it holiday-related. I mean, it's December. You just, I, I can't help myself. I love Christmas too much to not do that. And speaking of, Aunt Beth and I are valiantly working on our favorite TV episodes, uh, favorite Christmas theme TV episodes of all time to um, complete the Christmas episode trilogy along with our favorite Christmas songs and favorite Christmas movies. So uh, that should be coming soon. That's our December lineup. There you go. 
And uh, in the meantime, as always, uh, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which is still alive at the moment. And keep your remotes handy and your eyes open.